Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm your host and the one and only Crystal Crawford. So for those of you guys that are new to the show, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being. Um, and this show was created to take a topic and use and riff in and around the topic using the Access Consciousness tools. And if you're new to Access Consciousness, it is a big, wild, weird, wacky body of work that just works. And everything about this work has completely transformed my life and the lives of everybody that I work with in my business. So I'm so glad you're here. This is gonna, you know, add access and with any of the facilitators, we just start somewhere in the middle. Um, everybody's always asking me, you know, when they first find this stuff, it's like, where do I start? You know, even on my YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Zeal. And I'm like, well, just go to the channel and like, Pick the video that's speaking to you, because that's actually how you start. But I called this week's episode the Access Tools That I Use to Choose, which is actually a pretty weird title because one of the tools that I use to choose is choice. <laughs> but I wanted to talk a little bit about this because of almost anything I get as in terms of questions, hi Alexander, hi Sandy. Um, I get this question, you know, I'll say, well, you know, they'll, somebody will ask me something and I'll say, well, you know, how do I change this? And I'll be like, well, you, you got to choose. And the very next question most times is, well, how do I choose? So I have a series right now going on right, uh, called 14, 14 days of choice, which is a really amazing, um, deeper dive into the subject of choice. And I put the link above, if you'd like to come join us, we're just, we're on day three right now. So you're not too late. It's actually turning out to be epic. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today here. Um, I would say that I was introduced to the concept, let's call it a concept right now, of choice from access. You know, I, I don't know if there was anywhere else in my life where, you know, I would be struggling with somebody, something, and somebody would say, well, you just have to make a different choice. I don't know if that ever happened. Um, most of the time I would be struggling with something and you know, people would try to talk with me to figure out what the problem was so that we could fix the problem. But when you get into access and you start taking classes and you start, you know, getting with, with some good facilitators and looking at what it is you want to change in your life, a lot of what they're going to say to you is, well, you know, what choices have you made to get here and what choices could you make to change it? So I... I have 82 billion, hello Mara, examples and stories that I could tell you. Um, but I'm actually, let's see, where, where do I wanna start with this today? I wanna start with a little blurb from this book. Um, and this book is called A World of Choice, A World of Freedom. And it's written by Gary Douglas. And I don't recommend this episode or this book if you are not feeling brave and not really wanting to be brutally honest with yourself. Um, but if you are, and you're ready for things to really dynamically change and change quickly, this, this world of freedom, which is choice, is going to give you access to what you have available to you faster than anything else, okay? So I'm gonna start with this, and then we're gonna talk a little bit more about how I use this. Um, the greatest freedom that you have available to you in life is the ability to choose. Now, yesterday I had about 15 different little mini discovery sessions with people that are looking to expand their business. 
most people that I talk to about their business are not really, they're, they're dabbling. And, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just mean like they're, they're playing a business. Here's, here's how I know that. When you're really committed to something and when you've really chosen something, it fucking creates. And that's it. That's just how that works. So most people that I talk to are still like trying things. They're like, well, you know, I've got this good idea and maybe it's a good idea and so I'll try this and I'll try that. But inside, they've actually, like they're, they've given up on themselves somewhere and they're trying to create rather than choosing to create. So I know when somebody's really ready to grow their business when they're like in it. They're like, okay, we're here. We're growing this thing. What's it gonna take? And I've opened the doors today to Amplify, which is my business coaching program. Um, but it's at a price point that if you aren't if you aren't choosing your business actively, you won't join because you're sh you already know that the commitment to yourself isn't there. So the greatest freedom you have available to you in life is the ability to choose. But and that's the the reason I talked about that on the on the back end of that sentence is that you have a new choice in every 10 seconds. So you can discover in one 10 seconds that you're not committed and you're just sort of playing a business. And in the next 10 seconds go, ah, fuck it, let's do it, you know? And that's, that's choice, that's how fast it works. Choice is innate to us and only by our choice do we create something. So let's just, business is such a great example. It's like, you know, can you create your business without choosing it? You can't. Now here's the thing about a business or a life or living is that it doesn't have a definition. You know, there's a lot of business courses out there that will, um, <laughs> that might've been for you, Mara. Uh, there's a lot of business courses out there that will tell you to get more defined, right? Define your niche, define your avatar, define your target market, narrow down what you're, you know, you're blah, 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 blah. all kinds of narrowing down into definition. And in this reality that creates something. But in the reality that most of you want to institute on the planet, um, that more definition limits, less definition and more space opens. Now in the reality of space, energy, space, and consciousness, guess what's available to you? Total choice. So you can choose to succeed and you can choose to fail and you can choose to succeed at this and you can choose to fail at that, right? Like there you have total choice. So, <laughs> So only, and only by our choice do we create something. So God, I have so many examples of this with money, particularly, and my business, actually, um, where I was just sort of puttering along and like barely making it. And, and the moment when I looked at what I was choosing, I looked at the puttering and I looked at the barely making it and went, what am I doing? And up until that moment, I really hadn't looked at it. I was just functioning unconsciously and doing what I do unconsciously, which is epic. I mean, I like I look at what I'm able to create unconsciously and go, God damn, if I was really willing to choose and access the 990%, like what would be possible? But anyway, so, <laughs> and then I would pause in that puttering and go, fuck, you know, is this the reality that I want to have going into the future? And this is actually how I use the tools to create more choice for me. So I'll look at what I'm choosing. And I've done this so many different times. Um, I, I think I've told this story before, but like, well, I don't know. Let's see. There's, I have so many stories about this. 
I'll tell you a recent story. So I, I just started a 12 week program for um, body transformation. Sabrina, it's a world of choice and a world of freedom. So anyway, so I'm doing this body transformation, body transformation program. It's 12 weeks long. Um, you get meal plans and workout plans and all the things and it's awesome. And so, but prior to that, I had seven full years, basically the time I started Access Consciousness up till five weeks ago, of not moving, really. I mean, you know, walking to and from airplanes and to and from restaurants and to and from Ubers. I don't know if that counts as moving. But basically, like, I had given up totally, like, moving my body and actually, you know, getting, working out. So anyway, so... And, and I have gone like, you know, back and forth and in and out of like shoulds and I should not and no, I don't want to function from shoulds and shoulds not. I want to be conscious about this and just choose and like, um, I'd really like to be smaller. And I mean, you know, you know how it goes. So I've done all the things. And then what, what happened and how I used this these, the tools to change this for myself is I and I don't know what created it, but I was sitting somewhere one day and I literally just sat down and looked at what my choices were creating. So I, you know, seven years into really not moving, I was starting to notice my body was changing shape. I'm 45 this year. Um, my body was starting on a degenerative path. And I have a really awesome body. Like, it's awesome. It's strong, it's gorgeous, it's got a beautiful shape. But anything left untended is going to go the way of natural evolution, right? Anything left uncultivated is going to go wild. You can look at gardens just to see. So it was starting to go wild, right? And I'm looking at that not from judgment anymore, but just as an awareness of what's happening. It's like, this is what is. And I extrapolated out my choices that I was making with movement out into the future. I was like, okay, what's the future that these choices right now are creating? And I didn't really like what I saw that much. I'm not gonna lie. I, I really, I saw a body that got continually, I mean, I've seen bodies that aren't cultivated, you know, they get looser and flabbier and softer and less strong and, you know, um, more vulnerable to dis-ease uh, because they're not being cared for. They're not being worked with. And I saw that future with these choices I was making. It was easy in the moment to kind of justify my choices and go, well, I'm tired or I'm working on my business or I don't really have time or, you know, all the stories that go along with creating that future. And I guess that would have, I mean, okay, so I'm justified. But I looked at the choice I was making and got, okay, well, the justifications aren't gonna rescue me from what this is creating. <laughs> and and that, I'll be honest with you, that is probably my my greatest, superpower if I have it with choice is I'm willing at some point to sit down with myself and look at look at what I'm creating with my choices I it takes me seven years sometimes it takes me whatever it takes me but at a certain point I'll stop and pause especially if it's niggling you know how you have that thing in the back of your head that's just niggling and you're like oh, I really should take care of this and I should stop avoiding this and like this is really bugging me yeah well if it's niggling it's like trying to get your attention right and so finally I'll sit down with something that's been niggling me, like not moving. And I'll go, okay, cool. Let's look at this. Let's actually just look at this. Cause right now I'm doing avoiding and I've been avoiding for how many years and never mind. 
And that's what I'll do. I'll extrapolate it out into the future. So, so when I did that, the next thing I asked myself is, is that what you want to create self that future? And it was confronting because I knew that the response I was, I knew the response I was going to get. And I knew the response I was going to get was going to hold me responsible for the choices I made next way more than what I had been doing before. And I do get that there is a whole show to do on avoidance. Um, that's a whole topic in and of itself. But so I did look at it and I'm like, well, that isn't the future I want to create. Actually, I, I would like a future where in my, you know, I want a JLo future where in my fifties, I'm rocking a body that most 20 year olds don't have. That's, and I asked my body is like, is that something we can create? My body's like, fuck yes. Like what the fuck are we doing sitting around here? You know? <laughs> And uh, so it was a pretty funny moment, like for me, because my body is so keen. My body's like a racehorse, you know, just like, could you just like run me? Like that's that's just what I want. Could you just run me? And I'm the one, the being, whoever this this being is that's been running this body, has the one with all the points of view, right? I've bought them, I've sold them, I've whatever, you know. And so when I got present with that, what I was creating with my choices and got the awareness of like what would be way more fun than that, a future that was way more fun than that, then I was like, okay, fine, fuck it, this changes today. And honestly, that's probably my process, especially to changing the things that are maybe the hardest to change for me. And when I say hardest, I mean things that I've let go unchosen for years, you know. Um, I've done this with my finances. I had a... Uh, a sit well, I've done so many different things with my finances. The the one that comes to mind right now is I let's see, I was operating a pretty thriving business with like, I don't know, one or two, maybe two different bank accounts, which is pretty normal, right? You have like a checking and a 10% account, let's just say. Well, I don't know how normal that is, but that's what I had. And what kept happening was, you know, you know, bills would come in or things would come in and I would just I, I'd see money there and I would spend it and use it. And then I would get to a point where I like had no money and then I created more money. So it was sort of working because I can create money. And I never had, I never had extra. I had a 10% account, which is actually a whole other show. And that was great, but that's not for spending. So I never had extra. And then I was always sort of scrambling for the next dollar. Like I didn't have any money, like I didn't have money kind of squirreled away to take care of all the things. So anyway, I, I forget how it came up, but I was recommended the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz, and I highly, highly, highly recommend that. And it's confronting, because here's what, he, he talks about the plight of the entrepreneur, which basically most entrepreneurs are humanoids, which means that we like don't really love admin. We're really creative, and we want to do what we want to do. We love following the energy, you know. The admin part is not, for most of us, for some of us, the admin part is excellent. But anyway, I'm going to broadly generalize for a second. And, and then we're always like shocked when we don't have money. So he set up for himself an accounting, like not just an accounting system, like a banking system, almost like an envelope system. I don't know if you guys have ever read like Rich Dad, Poor Dad or whatever, where he suggests like have an envelope for each one of your bills every month and put money in those envelopes so that you know that those things are taken care of, you know. And then with whatever's left, do whatever. 
And I, I did that when I was a waitress uh, way back in my 20s and just learning how to pay bills and like be responsible. I did the envelope system and it worked for me and I was actually always shocked at how much more money I had at the end of the month than I didn't have when I didn't do the envelope system. So it's interesting. Anyway, this is the banking version of that. You set up a bunch of different accounts in a, in a system where when money comes in, you put percentages away for all these things. So. In the beginning of, so first of all, instituting that system took a couple of months because I mean, I had to set up the accounts and then I had to like set up the spreadsheet that was gonna go with it. And then I had to like get over my point of view that once I set up these accounts, I was gonna have no money. And then I had to work out like, you know, choose, I had to choose how I was gonna pay my staff and how that was gonna work. It was a bunch of different choices and it was uncomfortable and it wasn't that fun, honestly. Um, but, I did it and I did set up all these accounts and in the beginning for the first month or two I didn't have a lot of spending money. I was putting, you know, a percentage away for taxes and 10 I, I two 10% accounts now, one for the business, one for the personal and I had a percentage I just took off the top for staff and a percentage I took off the top for a future account. So I didn't have me money in the beginning. Um, and then as I, you know, I, but I stuck to the system for the most part, a couple deviations, but basically stuck to it. What I discovered in the next couple of months is that I started to get the rhythm of this new rhythm. Like it wasn't a bad rhythm, it was just a new rhythm. And what started to happen is I started increasing the revenue, which means by the way, more of your lives are getting changed in my business. <laughs> so increased revenue means more change in the world. How does it get better than that? And and so, and then, so what occurred is the, um, a different kind of support got created from that and a different future. And when I, and, and so it was the same process when I looked at my no system, I'm like, what's the future I'm creating with this? I knew I wasn't taking care of things. I knew I wasn't even taking care of myself. Um, and that is probably what this conversation is about is like taking care of yourself, honestly. But I wasn't getting present with it and going, okay, well, what other choices do I have to care for me better? And then when I did and looked at it, I was able to actually make the choices that could care for me better and create a different future. And that's really the conversation is that the choices you're making now are creating the future. They're not just creating now. You know, if you're doing hand to mouth now and you're really not paying attention to your finances and you're not putting a lot of energy into cash flow and you're just struggling and you're using your credit card, there's a lack of presence that's creating the future you're gonna have. And you got, if you want something different, you gotta get present with what you're choosing and go, okay, well, I'm choosing this. I'm choosing this, I'm creating this. I'm not at the effect of COVID or the effect of my circumstances or the effect of anybody else, I'm choosing this. So is this what I wanna choose? And literally, this is the process I go through with myself. I'm in another one right now, same process with myself, with in regards to my little stepdaughter, with whom right at the moment I'm having some difficulty. But what's happening is she's doing what she's doing and she's bringing up all this stuff for me and I'm, instead of being a facilitator with her, I'm going into resistance and reaction and you know, doing rejection or, or receiving rejection and then feeling hurt. I mean, I'm, all kinds of things. And I've had to look at that and go, okay, if I keep choosing those things, and I don't choose something else with her, is that gonna create the future I wanna have? No. So what other choices do I have?
And from that question, the universe can start to contribute to you what other choices you have. What other what are the possibilities here that I'm not looking at? And and I know this, I mean, this show is not the most comfy show ever. I think I actually put a post on my YouTube stories, was like, hey, you want me to make you uncomfortable on my show today? And I know choice is not a conversation most people want to hear. Most people want to be stuck. I have been dealing with the fact that I want to be stuck with the Luna thing. I'm going to call it the Luna thing right now. You know, with what I'm dealing with with her, I'm discovering that I really want to blame it on her and I don't want to take responsibility. And I, you know, but I've only been able to even get that information from getting present with like, okay, I'm choosing this. I'm creating this. I'm creating this difficulty. What if I didn't? What other choices would I have if I wasn't creating this difficulty? And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I love the process. In fact, probably any of these things that I've ever done and I'm telling you about, I don't know if I've loved the process. I don't know if I particularly love the process of getting stronger with my body, but I'll tell you right now, day 31 and today's workout that I was able to do so much more with so much more ease, so much quicker than any other workout I've done so far. I'm loving the strength and I'm loving the ease that it's created. So the f you are right now with the choices you're making, creating the future you're gonna have. Is it the future you wanna have? It might be, it might be. And if you're not brutally honest with yourself, and this is, I mean, this process does require balls. It requires brutal honesty with yourself. Um, you'll end up with a future that you unconsciously created instead of consciously chose. So what's gonna work better for you? How and not how, what could you add to your life to support a reality of choice and freedom and not a reality of reaction and being the victim of things? I mean, that's a choice too. You could do that. Is that going to work for you? Is that going to create the future you want to have? And if yes, cool, carry on. If no, then... I wonder what you could get present with. Everything in your life is changeable with presence and choice. And maybe I'll tell you, well, I've got eight more minutes. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna dive into the Luna thing a little bit more because this is where choice gets really weird. <laughs> so um, this little girl that I've got in my life now, Luna, is, amazing she's smart she's fiery she's got tons of energy she can also be super mean um and she's all the things she's a volcano dragacorn and she's six and she's got a mixed family right so she's got me and her dad she's also got her mom and her stepdad and there's a mix of influences so she's learned some ways of doing family that are totally different than what I want to create as family. And so there are many times lately, especially where her, what she wants out of having me in her life and what I am getting out of having me in our life are two different things. Like we just have been 
ships in the night and not just like not seeing each other but like I've got one thing going on and she's got another expectation and when I don't meet her expectations she gets really upset and she does a lot of rejection so you know that's been butting up against my strength and also my demand I'm demanding and I'm controlling and I'm strong and I don't do you know like you can't make me feel anything by trembling your lip right like I've got all this stuff going on from my family and also just from being me. So, you know, our two ways of functioning have been colliding. Well, the reality is that I have more tools available to me. I'm the adult. I'm also me. And if we, if she and I are going to have a different reality, it's going to be up to me. And last week, I really didn't love that. <laughs> I don't know. I still, I still don't love it that much. I didn't love that. I wanted it to be, you know, like if she doesn't like me, then fuck her. Uh, and I'm, I'm really honestly just being, I'm just being honest so that you kind of get that. Look, I'm a person right alongside of you using these tools, right? Like if she doesn't like me, never mind. I don't need her. But the truth is that there's, there's so much else going on underneath that like there's so much care and there's so much vulnerability and there's so much um, whatever this is and I so love having her in my life she so adds to my life and so if I choose fuck you which I've chosen a lot in my life I'll be honest then you know that creates something and if I choose allowance and gratitude and honoring and trust and all the elements of intimacy that I don't really know how to choose there is no how to choosing them but I haven't chosen yet here then something else gets created and so I you know because I'm me and I'm constantly looking at like what choices do I have here that nobody else has I'm constantly looking at that and you know what can I what do I want to create I'm always looking at those things then, you know, I've gotten a lot of awareness of like, okay, if I keep choosing this, it creates that future. If I choose this thing, these things that I don't know how to choose, that I have no idea how they're going to show up, that feel really out of control and really vulnerable, will it create something greater? Yes. Um, you know, I don't know what the end of that sentence is. Then, then now I'm faced with, okay, cool, I've got basically two different futures in front of me that I'm in charge of. Because right now, we're really at a point where we could easily drift away and her dad would just spend time with her on his own and leave me out of it because it's not working. We're kind of at that point, which is weird. It was really sweet for a while, but it's changed. So it's up to me. What do I want to create? And, and honestly, this situation is bringing up all my vulnerability, all my old family stuff, all my, all the choices I've ever made, all the mimicry I've ever done of other people's pains, pathways, and realities. So it's not comfortable, but okay. <laughs> Nothing worth creating is comfortable. And I can either allow this to slip into a future that requires nothing of me or I can create a future that requires me to be more than I've ever chosen to be before. 
And I'm, a, you know, I'm an extremist, so I'm going for that. And, and the thing is that, you know, gratitude is a choice and honoring is a choice and allowance is a choice and vulnerability is a choice. And I don't really get, I'll tell you, that what, how those are choices. I don't get it. But I do know that I have made a demand of myself for ease. And I got that. So I know it works. And would I be willing to demand of myself something so much greater than I've ever demanded before? In this sense, I can know. But the cool thing is that I've got a lot of awareness now. And I can't unsee, thank God, what's going on. I can't unsee what I'm choosing. I can't unsee or be less conscious than I am now about it. So now I get to just stay present with me and go, okay, cool. What would it take to be willing to choose just something I don't, I don't understand, something I can't define, something that feels risky. Like what would it take to be willing to die? You know, like what are my greatest fears here? Biggest fears. I'll die from whatever, um, whatever. And face those and just go, cool. Well, I got lots of choices here. So what would I like to choose? And, and that's how I, that's how I play with this. You know, some of the stuff, I need to find out what time it is because I have no sense of it. Yeah, it's time. But some of the stuff that you're going to be faced with choosing is going to be, you know, tangible, physiological. You can touch or, you know, look at your bank accounts. You can set those up. Some of the stuff you're going to be faced with choosing are going to be spaces of being. And those are choices too. To, to be or not to be. To take yourself out of being or to be more. And that's probably more of the choices that I'm faced with now. But um, yeah, like with whatever you are dealing with, I hope this contributed. <laughs> it's a big topic. If you want more and it would create more, come play in the 14 days and it's it's gonna be in my shop after it's live. So you're, you're welcome anytime. But, and if you got anything out of this conversation and you'd share it, I'd be really grateful. I'll see you guys next week. Happy creating. Happy being. See you soon.